It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the review and outlook for Connor McMichael next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holney. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. In today's episode, we talk about Connor McMichael, a first round pick for the Capitals. For the longest time, we've heard that it is going to be his season drafted in the first round, 25th overall in 2019. Is this going to be the season? We'll talk about that in the show. Then we'll talk about his history and scouting report a little bit later. We'll talk about how will he play under Spencer Carberry. Yes, he's already played underneath of him before. As we know, Spencer Carberry was the coach of the Bears and the Stingrays. But just to get it going here, we'll talk about his 22-23 review. And Connor McMichael, got to say, I like a lot of things about his game. I like his maturity. You know, he's far more mature than he should be for his age, far more mature than I was at that age, I'm going to go ahead and say. And uh, was, you know, willing to take setbacks, you know, gracefully and not sulk and not moan. He played on the big team, the Capitals last season. And then as we know, he was a healthy scratch. And then he got sent down to Hershey. And that can go one of two ways. Either you can sulk and moan, or you can make the most of your opportunities. Connor McMichael did the latter there and made the most of his opportunities as he helped the Hershey Bears in their push for a Calder Cup and subsequently won a Calder Cup, the first in quite some time. And uh, it was due in large part because of players like Connor McMichael. So that is my belief that this is going to be the season uh, for Connor McMichael. But just taking a look back at what kind of season he did have Taking a look at his time in Hershey in 57 games played, uh, 16 goals and 23 assists. And then in the Calder Cup playoffs in 20 games played, six goals and four assists. So this guy continues to get production. Um, and he didn't walk around with the attitude like, you know who I am. I am Connor McMichael. I am a first round draft pick. Uh, he didn't have that attitude. So like I say, drafted first round 25th overall in 2019. And uh, I think that all things considered, I think that he has been a victim of circumstance. I think that he has been the victim of playing on a team with a lot of older players, more experienced players in front of him. But it's ultimately the reluctance of the coach at any given time that uh, did not want to work him into the lineup. You could say Peter Laviolette. So the detractors or the people looking at the flip side of the coin would say that, you know, he did not make the most 
of his opportunities. And ultimately, that is why he was a healthy scratch. And that is why he was sent down to Hershey. But, you know, pushing all that aside, he has grown by leaps and bounds this past season in the short period of time with the Capitals, but a lion's share of the time down in Hershey. And I think that, you know, just judging him based on that, I think is what is important. And uh, I think that he has grown and, and made some great steps. Uh, taking a look at him here, McMichael collected 27 points in 33 games um, and uh, under Carberry. And I think that we could get more production like that from him as well. McMichael began the 22-23 season with the Capitals, but struggled from the onset of training camp. He was ultimately reassigned to Hershey on November 20th, where he played for the remainder of the season. To make Michael's credit, he took the reassignment in a positive manner. By springtime, Bears head coach Todd Nelson was raving about his game. You know, I think that there was initial setback where he was probably like, what is going on? I get set up. I get set down. I'm going to put it all, you know, to the rear view. I am just going to be laser focused and have tunnel vision on helping the Bears. And if I play good enough in Hershey, well, everyone's going to know that, you know, I am that kind of player and I'm going to get my opportunity. And I do think that's the case. He plays penalty kill, power play, gets a lot of ice time. He deserves it because he's playing good hockey, said Nelson in March. The biggest thing moving forward is just having him be consistent the rest of the year, which he did. He's taken some major steps. And that's good to see. Nelson added, he's a pretty well-rounded player right now. He's playing his best hockey this time of year, and that's great to see. We obviously uh, want to see him work on his 200-foot game, playing good with the puck and without the puck, said Nelson. McMichael finished the regular season with 16 goals and 23 assists in 57 games. Uh, He added six more and four assists in 20 postseason games, which I talked about. So to have the head coach of the team singing your praises, I think, kind of speaks volumes of what kind of player you are. He wouldn't have to say that. And if you take a look at Hendrix LaPierre, for example, he missed some time because he had inconsistent play. And it's they didn't put him in the lineup just because he is Connor McMichael. He played that well. He took a mature approach. And that is why he got all that playing time. And kudos goes to, to him. A lot of these young players, you know, you think they're going to have a lot of attitude, a lot of that kind of thing. Not the case with Connor McMichael. And how is he rewarded by getting some good playing time down in Hershey? And I think that this next season is going to be the season uh, for Connor McMichael. And I know if you're an everyday, you know, I've said that a lot, but I do ultimately think that that is going uh, to be the case. One of the things that uh, Brian McClellan had t- spoke of is that there is going to be a lot of opportunity for players like Protus and Malenstein and potentially uh, Ivan Mirishnashenko. I think they're all a good playoff uh, players. They're all getting better. McClellan said the Capitals GM, all of the them add different elements to the lineup, I would more than likely pencil them in for next year. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's probably not going to be the case. I would be most surprised if all the players that I mentioned there find a spot on the big team. But I do think that Connor McMichael will be one of those players. The difficult thing, which I've spoke of on the show for the longest time, is where Will he fit in? You know, are you going to take a look at is it Strom coming out? Is Kuznetsov? Is Dowd? Uh, who's coming out of the line of Backstrom? Who's coming out so he can fit in? You know, and I hear all the people all the time saying, well, he can play wing. Yeah, he can play wing, but that is not where he excels. Why not put him in a position to succeed? They say that a lot where I work. Why Did you put him in a position to succeed or fail? I think that, you know, if you take a look at Conor McMichael, we should do our level best to put him in a position 
to succeed. This team is in the midst of kind of a pre-mature rebuild, if you will, kind of retooling on the fly, you know, with the additions of Max Pacioretty and Joel Edmondson. Why not go all in on, on Connor McMichael right now? What is the reluctance? I, I think there was a mandate with Peter Laviolette to win a Stanley Cup with this lineup. And I think that's still true with Spencer Carberry, but I think that, you know, it, the lens has been widened a little bit, but also not just winning a cup. That's a, the above all end all, of course, but it's finally bringing along a lot of this youth that we've heard about for the longest time. And I think this is his season. I think that he needs to, to prove it in camp. It's not going to be given to him, but if he can show up and play with that same level of skill and intensity and just humbleness, I think that will serve him well. And I I think you'll find a spot on the Capitals, wherever that may be. All right, so coming up here, we will talk about Connor McMichael and how will he play under Spencer Carberry. Yes, they have a history. We'll talk about that coming up. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use and you can bet on everything from the spreads to the player props and more. And guys, even if you're not that into the game, if you have a little bit of money on it it makes watching the games that much more exciting so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the nfl season with an offer you won't want to miss fanduel official partner of the nfl what's up guys trey matthews of locked on devils here and let me tell you about discover debit cash back wings for the game boom cash back new lucky jersey boom cash back even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game-changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit discover bank member fdic all right welcome back into this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team every day make sure and subscribe or follow to locked on capitals wherever you find your podcast and on youtube the training camp is right around the corner and I've got you guys covered. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about Connor McMichael and how he's probably going to play under Spencer Carberry. Yes, Spencer Carberry was picked not just randomly out of a hat. He did it because of his success record that he had with the Stingrays, that he had with the Bears, with the Providence Bruins, with uh, you know every team up the ladder that he's climbed. He ran the number two power play in all of the NHL last season. So this guy is just not a flash in the pan. He's not just like, hey, we're going to get him just because. No, he has a history with his team. And I think that that played at least in part uh, to why they selected him. And how does this relate to Connor McMichael? Well, they have a history together. And I think that this will be the year that they have a coach that will properly know how to utilize 
Connor McMichael, because I think that some other coaches, you know, if you take a look at, you know, coaches that have coached him before, most recently, Peter Laviolette. I don't, I just, I don't think that there was a rapport there. And I think that maybe necessarily Connor McMichael didn't play quite the brand of hockey that Peter Laviolette was looking for. I think by his own admission, there were things that he still needed to work on, but I do think that this will be the season. McMichael collected 27 points in 33 games under Carberry's watch, but the coaches reached stretches much further. Carberry spent considerable time coaching the likes of Snively, Lucas Johansson, Riley Sutter, Garrett Pilon, and Beck Malenstein during his three-year stint with the Bears, each expected to contend for playing time on the Capitals' fourth line. This was earlier, uh, but those are some players that he has coached. And McMichael is one of those, and he had good success. He collected 27 points in 33 games. Not too bad, all things considered. Is he going to be the Connor McMichael whisperer? I ultimately think it's going to be the case. If there's one thing I know about Spencer Carberry, he brings the intensity. Every picture I see, he's gritting his teeth and the veins are sticking out of his neck and out of his forehead. He's grimacing. That guy cares. That is going to be the guy that can fine tune Connor McMichael's game and finally get him to find a spot on this team. And ultimately there are a lot of question marks. What is the condition of Nick Backstrom going to be in? Is he, you know, if he's not up to snuff, if he's not a hundred percent or at least 90%, I would say, then there are viable options at the center position in a player like Connor McMichael. Uh, we don't know what kind of season Kuznetsov is going to have. Is Kuznetsov still going to be a capital at the beginning of the season? There are a lot of questions that need to be answered. And I think that, you know, Spencer Carberry, with the rich history that he has with a lot of young Capitals players in this episode, talking about Connor McMichael, I think that this is going to be the season for him on this team. You know, we've seen it tried to happen in previous seasons. It just never really worked out. Uh, but I, again, I think that there was different mandates on different coaches throughout time that Spencer Carberry was hired to finally bring along a lot of the young players that we've heard about four years. And this is going to be the season for Connor McMichael. And for that, I'm really excited to see ultimately what he brings uh, to this team, but it's an, an exciting thought to think about that. You know, he's finally going to get this longer look on this team. Something with, that we've heard about for quite some time is finally going to happen. And I hope that, you know, he makes the most of his opportunity because the one thing I do not want to see happen with him is that he didn't live up to potential. And uh, he is that healthy scratcher. He's playing the fourth line in a position where he's not going to excel. I think we need to put him in a position to succeed and he will do that. Like I talked about, this team is in transition. None of the positions out there are spoken for, except for like Alex Ovechkin. I'm going to go ahead and say he he put him down. He's there. But everything other than that, there's a lot of questions. You take a look at Mantha. You take a look at the fourth line. And, you know, I'm not saying that Michael is a good fit for all those you know positions, but there are a lot of position questions, shall we say. We don't know where everyone is going to fit on this team next year. A lot of questions abound. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see where they all land when the dust settles. But I think that, uh, you know, if he puts his in his level best, I think that the sky is the limit. All right, so coming up here, we will talk about the history and the scouting report. Intrinsically, what kind of player is Connor McMichael. When you take the, the face of the clock off and look at the gears, what kind of player is he? We'll talk about that straight ahead. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. 
And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run could score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cashback Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In today's episode, we are talking about Connor McMichael and is this going to be the season? Where is he going to fit? And we talked about how he's going to play under Spencer Carberry, but what is the scouting report? What is the history of him? And ultimately, why did the Capitals select him in the first place? So if we can rewind time a little bit and talk about it. The number 25 pick in the 2019 NHL draft has everything needed to have a solid career. He was a big scorer in junior hockey because he has a quick, accurate shot and good offensive instincts. He can finish plays as well as set up teammates, and he is not afraid to go to the dirty areas. Needs to get a lot stronger to make the most of his skills, but that should come in time. Long range potential, talented, and versatile. So that is going to be interesting if he lives up to that potential. He has kind of the same thing going for him as uh, Hendricks LaPierre did, that they need to put on some weight if they're going to have you know a bright future because they were driven off the puck. But I do think that he has done that. He's put in the work that he's finally going to have a season uh, that is going to be fruitful for him. Um, and some of the things that he worked on uh, he worked down on down in Hershey to work on his game, and that's what helped bolster him. But if you take a look at him historically, versatile player, a skilled, versatile player, those are the kind of players that the Capitals are going to be looking for. Talented, versatile, skilled, um, and drafted first in the first round. So those players are not a dime a dozen. Obviously, the Capitals saw something in him that made them think this is the guy, this is the one that we're looking for. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see where he fits, but historically he's been a great hockey player and, you know, it's going to just be a matter of time to see if he lives up to that potential. It's one of the things where, you know, you can play good at the juniors, you can play good, you know, in, in college or whatever the case may be. But sometimes that doesn't always necessarily translate. Uh, if you want to take a look at um, uh, Crystal, for example, Andrew Crystal, some people, you know, a second round pick. But there are some people out there that say he might not be good enough to play in the NHL. So just because certain players are drafted in certain positions doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be cut out for what it takes to play in the National Hockey League. Is that going to be the case uh, for Connor McMichael? I guess time will tell. But one of the things that we know is there's, like I talked about off the top, is none of these positions are going to be given away. And he's going to have to draw from his strengths that he had when they wrote up that scouting report for him to find find a spot on the team. Um, It's not just going to be a thing like, we're going to put Connor McMichael in there because he's a first-round pick, and this has got to be his year. It's got to be his year by now, right? I don't think that that is how they're going to view it. Um, But like I say, it's going to be tough because you take a look at Beck Malenstein. He is going to be fighting for a job on the fourth line. 
as we know that there has been, you know, different players moved. We know we had Hathaway there. Uh, he got moved out. We know we had Carl Hagelin. He got moved out uh, or, you know, is most likely not going to be with the team next year. Um, so there are some moving pieces there. You take a look at Protus, who really popped at training camp. But th- th- let's take a look at Protus, for example, and compare that to Connor McMichael historically. He played so well last season in camp that they couldn't afford to send him down. And I think if you take a look at him, you know, before camp, I don't think that the Capitals really had Alexi Protus penciled in on being on the big team, but he played so well that they couldn't send him down. And I think to a certain extent that that's how you need to play. Subsequently, Alex or Alexi Protus had kind of a bumpier ride in the to- totality of the season. So uh, just because, it, you know, like in any sport, it's what have you done for me lately? You have to play on a consistent basis to get a sweater every night in the National Hockey League. And Connor McMichael is going to be no different. But one of the things that I'm tired about hearing is, you know, I hear from Twitter, I hear from YouTube that he hasn't been given his opportunity. He needs to make the most of it. But one of the things the Capitals are going to have to do is give him that longer look. We can't just say you need to succeed now. And if you fail for one second, you're out of there. You know, it kind of reminds me of a backup quarterback in the NFL. You know, there's very small room for failure in that position. If you make a mistake, even though you've had very limited playing time, you know, you could get kicked out or, you know, you might not have a job anymore. Connor McMichael almost kind of finds himself in this position that there's, you know, kind of such a big buildup surrounding him that he has to succeed right away. And if there's any failure there, then he's going to be relegated to the fourth line or he's going to be a healthy scratch. Uh, One of the things that I think that we need to do is finally give him that long look that we've talked about for the longest time. Because that that's that's the issue is if you're impatient, if you expect great things from players right away, sometimes that's just not the way things are sketched out. Sometimes players need to work their way in there. For me, my outlook for him is I think that they should give him a long look at either the first or second line central position. And I know what you're saying. Well, who's coming out, Dan? Is is you know Strom coming out? Is Kuznetsov? Is Backstrom? Who's coming out? Right. Uh, well, I don't know who's coming out, but I what I want to see at least is to give him a long look and see how he performs in a position that they kind of had made for him. You know, I think that, you know, his trajectory is to play, uh, you know, the center position and a top line center. I don't know if he's going to make the first. Let's say let's not shoot for the stars. Let's say second line center and see how he does where he's still getting a substantial amount of playing time and see how he performs. But, you know, I don't think it's really accurate to uh, assess what kind of talent he has. If you look at him on the wing on the fourth line, you know, or, you know, a healthy scratch where he's playing every handful of days, that's not an accurate assessment. And we don't ultimately know what kind of player we have in him. So, you know, historically he's been a good player. What he did for Hershey last year in the Calder cup push, made him worth it. Let's make this the season. What do the Capitals have to lose? If you listen to a lot of the talking heads around the NHL, they've already panned this team. You know, what did they do? They picked up Pat Trady and Edmondson. That's not enough. This geriatric team doesn't have what it takes. Let's prove people wrong and let's do it by slowly integrating these young players into the lineup. But like I said, I don't want to just give him the position. I want him to earn it. But everything that we've seen thus far leads me to believe that he will be that person. But, you know, it's it's having the faith in him. And that's one of the things that I like about it. And, you know, we talked about in the second segment is having Spencer Carberry 
as his coach. Uh, so that's, I think, going to help him tremendously. Uh, just having someone that is familiar with him and someone that is going to be patient. And I think that at the end of the day, prop- properly knows how to utilize him in what capacity, you know, and maybe, you know, taking a look at some of the film and seeing where did he, you know, uh, excel down in Hershey um, and kind of using those things to, to utilize him correctly on the big team. Because I, one of the things I'm tired of is they draft these players and they never seem to to come up to the surface. If you take a look at it, you know, the last couple of years here, it's been Tom Wilson. Um, it's been Martin Faravari. But the the players that work their way up from Hershey, Alexi Protus, um, uh, and then them finding regular roles on a nightly basis are far and few in between. If you take a look around the National Hockey League, you don't see that reluctance. You see a player that's doing that well you bump them up because let's face it, the Capitals were a long shot and they didn't even make it to the playoffs period last year. I think that last year would have been the season uh, based on the fact that there was a myriad of injuries to give him that long look, uh, you know, kind of just thinking back on it right now. I don't know why they did. I think that he was so locked in on helping the bears, but ultimately isn't the above all end all to help the big team, the Capitals, you know, I know I can't, you know, erase what happened last year, but I think that last year would have been the perfect opportunity. Was it a Peter Laviolette thing? Uh, I guess we'll never really know, but I what I do know for sure that this is a good position for them to be in to finally give him the long look. The pedigree's there. You take a look at him historically, the scouting report. You saw what Spencer Carberry thought of him. And just this past season, to finally give him this long look so he can finally scratch that off and say, I don't want to guess what kind of player he is. I know what kind of player he is, and I think he will succeed. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other D.C. sports? Well, there are other D.C. sports in season. Locked On Nationals. The Nationals are playing great as of late. Check out Locked On Nationals. Locked On Commanders. The football season is coming. You want to check out Locked On Commanders. And not too far away, also Locked On Wizards. So no matter what major D.C. sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holney, and I'll talk to you again next time. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.